0: Welcome to the Blip Insurance Podcast, where we help insurance agents build successful agencies. If you haven't subscribed yet or left a review and or a comment, please do so as it really helps us get found and reach more people. Hey guys, my name is Josh Berg, and on this episode, I talk with Jason Kilgo of Kilgo Insurance and Ricky Hader with a Insurance Group. This episode is right on point with our mission of helping agents. Specifically in this episode, we talk with two former captive agents and talk about the pros and cons of being on both sides of the fence. Jason and Ricky are two down to earth guys that I'm so glad I got the opportunity to speak with. Both are fairly fresh out of the captive world and they give their perspective on how things are going. Now, I tried to be as fair as possible with the pros and cons of each side, but I'm a little biased towards the independent channel. Before we get into it, this episode is brought to you by our master insurance agency, Blue Lion Insurance Partners, or BLIP for short. We provide access to insurance companies, 100% commission, bonuses, support, software, and systems with no production requirements, And the best part is you maintain full, true ownership with no buyout clause. So find out more information at bluelineinsurancepartners.com. Without further delay, here's my conversation with Jason and So um, everyone, thanks for joining us. Um, My name's Josh, this is the insurance or the blip insurance podcast. where we are helping agents build successful agencies. Today, I've got um, two really down-to-earth, cool former captives. And we're not holding that against them because we a lot of us are former captives. We but um, <laughs> uh, me, me included. Um, but I've got Ricky Hader with AR Insurance Group and Jason Kilgo with Kilgo Insurance. So welcome, guys.
1: Great to be Thanks here. for having us.
0: Yeah, um, so I really, I, I'm excited about this because I think it'll be helpful for any captives who catch this that have have kicked the idea around, to kind of see, you know, is the grass greener? Is it not? What's better? What's worse? And so, um, anyway, yeah, I'm excited. Um, let's let's see, let's let's just get started and let's just start talking about some of the pros. Well, actually, I guess, let me say this, Ricky, when did you, you were a state farm agent. How long are you a state farm?
1: I was a state farm for just under three years. Um, I, uh, I wanted to leave sooner than that. Um, but when we'll probably talk through all, all of this as, as we go, um, I pretty much knew. So, so at state farm, you have a year where you have to prove yourself and you get your permanent contract or you're out. Yep. And I remember signing my permanent contract, knowing that I needed to get out. Yeah. Um, But I couldn't just not sign it because I bought into their all the, all the propaganda that, Hey, you got to take a loan from us and you got to pay all this money and you got to go real big and have this fancy office and this big team, which you don't. But if you don't, then they don't give you your contract. Right. So like I had to be more strategic than just leave. Um, Yeah. But I knew then that it wasn't the fit for me.
0: And how long have you been? um, How how long has it been since you moved over to the independent side? About eight months. Eight months. All right. Sweet. Um, And then we'll get into more. I want, we're going to get into all of this. (laughs) Yeah. So um, Jason why don't you give us your quick background? Where are you from Who or who, you know, what cap did you come from? How long you've been on the independent side?
2: So I started my career at Geico. So I was oh, like, really? yeah, I was like Geico for five years, um, crushed it there. But then they, uh, the big negative for them is they cap you on what you okay. can make. So then like that went into mortgages for a little bit and made some money and then decided I wanted to go back in insurance. So I went to Allstate. um, and really, just a lot of false promises, um, you know, just not what I really thought it was going to be. I really wanted to be a business owner, and yeah. um, I just didn't think uh, it was like that. So, anyways, I was with Allstate for about five years and uh, then opened by IA I, uh, October of 2016.
0: Nice. So, what's that? Three years? Two years. Two years. Over, two years. over two. Perfect. Awesome. Well, um, let's. Uh let's just, let's just jump right in. Um, So when you, so difference between captive and independent, at least your experience as a captive, um, let's start with what's, give me a pro for being on the captive side.
1: A pro for being on the captive side. Yep. I got an option for everybody. I don't have to say no anymore.
0: So this is a pro for being on the independent side.
1: Oh, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> well, I want a pro let's, I want to start off by like, <laughs> sorry give, about that. Yeah. Giving the captives credit where to yeah. do, right. Cause there's definitely some benefits. I got a couple.
1: I got a couple. Do you want to go first, Jason, since I kind of messed that one up?
2: <laughs> yeah. So on the captive, the, the main thing they've got on us is it's, you know, they've, they've got their brand, you know, yep. they're, they're, they're everywhere, right? They've already got that built. They've already got their core values. Um, I mean, every office has their own unique little thing maybe, but majority, you know, all states, you're in good hands. You know, they've got their little, their slogan, their thing they are going on. The other big thing is, um, you know, it's one set of rates. So it's one set of systems. Um, so anything you want to do, it's easy to integrate with that one system, and usually the captives are, you know, either paying for it or are really coming up with those systems for their agents. So it just makes it real easy, uh, especially when you're hiring people or bringing people on board or, um, you know, trying to get into a routine of what you want to do day in day out. That system's already there. It's already set up. It's it's already working, um, and 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 then they've got the the brand to back it up.
1: I, w- I would agree with that. Oh, go ahead, Josh. I I absolutely agree with with that. Um, that brand makes it so easy. The One of the ob- biggest obstacles I, I get right now is, oh, well, I've never heard of that company, right? Where if I call and say, oh, I'm a state farm agent, they immediately know I don't have to deal with that. And Josh, I can't hear you. There
0: you go. Sorry about oh. that. Not your company, but the company's, you represent, right? Yeah, so not A and R
1: insurance, right?
2: You
0: right. know, everyone names their own carrier,
1: but it's hey, like, uh, hey I've whatever. got i I've got three options for you here. One is with travelers, one is with Safeco, one is with Kemper. A lot of times well I don't know those companies.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Totally. Um that's a that's a big advantage. And the other one is is like like Jason, it's almost turnkey. You come in, you do it our way, you do it this way, you use this system this way, and it's here for you. You don't have to touch it, you don't have to mess with it. It just, you just go. Whether yeah. that's a whether that's actually how you want to run your business and good is a different discussion. But you don't have to worry about building that.
2: there's, yeah, there's, not, a, there's not a lot of learning curve there.
1: No learning curve, exactly. Right, right, and they'll put you anybody can usually. jump in and do
2: it.
0: And they'll put you through some sort of like schooling, you know, to learn their systems and and all that. If you're if you're a brand new agent, and you know, for some people, I think that that's 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 a good option. You know, people who don't really want to be like, you know, a true true business owner, right? Somebody who doesn't want to scale super, you know, whatever, however you want to scale and grow and and get your own brand out there and all that sort of stuff.
1: Well, it's funny you say that because I wanted that. But at the time I wasn't confident enough to go and do that on my own. And I ended up at state farm specifically because they were going to train me. Yeah. As far as how insurance goes. I didn't know anything about insurance. Yep. Uh, I just knew that the idea of being an insurance agent and the lifestyle that it gives you and the kind of job and your freedom and the residual income checked all the boxes that I wanted. I just didn't know how to get there. Yep. Uh, So,
0: Jason, you had said one of the things you brought up was there's one set of systems, right, and everyone uses them so it's 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 easy to figure out once you know it you know it one set of rates so what compare that contrast that with the independent side,
2: yeah, so that was the big learning curve for me um you know the easy decision for me is I knew I wanted to go i a um it, just so many options for the client uh, there's so many more things you can do you can you can build your brand you can you can uh, you set your own standards you set your own core values um, the the systems with IA uh, there's some great systems out there I'm not saying there aren't great systems but I think you really have to get into it I mean it's taken me two years to really identify kind of where we want to go with automation where we want to go with a management system. There's just so many different management systems out there that each do a great thing, but then they've all got pros and cons, right? They've all and and none of them are outweighing the other. Um, No one's come up with the one system that does it all. So I think you really have to do just find a fit, and I think it's going to take you um, one or two management systems, maybe even three, to decide on what's best for you and your agency. Um, It's it's there's just too much differences i mean uh, you know one management system may just be that manage your files you know like a file cabinet uh, but if you want to email your client base you need something else if you want automation you need something else so i think you really have to just figure out uh, how you want to grow how you want to market how you want to define your agency how how you want to grow and how you want to uh, perform uh, and and pick the systems that work best for you. And so it it is frustrating on the IE side. I think that is the number one, uh, most frustrating thing on the, on the IE side. Once you figure that out, I think it's really downhill.
0: So you're saying there's almost too many choices.
2: Yeah. Too many choices.
0: Yeah, that's true, man. It's hard. And, And I think with so many choices, it's hard, like you're saying, it's hard to decide on one thing. And what I keep hearing from people, and I completely agree, is do a little bit of research, pick what you're going to use, and just go with it, right? You can't get an uh, well, analysis case, I look
2: process.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too, right? Because there's a huge difference, or there can be.
2: And I um, think that, that holds you back as IA. I mean, you know, there's some systems out there that are going to want thousands of dollars, and you know, you're paying hundreds, if not thousands, a month. And so, you really have to kind of base it on what you can afford and kind of move up. And that's what I'm saying. the The it's kind of like buying a house. The first yeah. house you get is not going to be the dream house. It's it's the house that that starts you off, and then you 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 know what it takes to own a house. You you know what it takes to pay the mortgage, and now you go up and you you buy your dream house. And that's kind of how. I see the management system. Okay, we had one because we had to have one. We did what we could afford, but then as we got into the flow of how we wanted to operate, what we wanted to do, um, then we were able to shop around and do it. And what's tough about it is you've got a lot of great agents that are all using different systems. Yep. So it makes it really tough because you look up to these guys and you say, oh my gosh, what system do you use? That's the first question I always get asked like innovation or anytime it talks about what system are you using? because everybody wants the next best thing because not one system has everything. Yeah. Well,
1: and that kind of goes to if Jason's using that and he's having success and I'm struggling right now, that's my silver bullet. That's what I'm missing. It's really easy to get caught up in that. And I even think today having Facebook and all these insurance groups and forums, a lot of people come off as, even more successful with their systems than they actually are, you know, because on Facebook, it looks like you're this this huge mega agent doing great and your system does it all. But if you go into that agency and look under the hood and really talk to them, they're not, they're sticking to the basics. Yeah. They're doing everything that is the old school. This is just how you sell insurance. This is how you manage people. This is how you run your agency, but it looks, doesn't look that way. So the perception that you have that you're always kind of chasing these objects. Is kind of hard to overcome, I would say. With that, you
2: you know what I do. I, I would. My my number one advice would be, and I did this. I came into IA with an awesome blueprint, an awesome business plan. I said, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to write a million dollars my first year, which we almost did.
0: Ricky and I just talked about this, but keep going.
2: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you know what I would do? What I would do is I would write out your processes write out everything that you want to do, what you're trying to accomplish being an IA, okay? Set your core values, set your sales process, um, you know, establish your goals and how you're going to get there. And then try to find a management system after tons of research on what's going to be a good fit. Because what I did was I just, I just jumped in and said, hey, I got to have this. And let me, just get the, let me just get something that's going to give me the most bang for my buck. And, and and the cheapest um but then after about six months of that I'm like okay this is this is ridiculous I'm throwing money away or uh, this is not what I want and literally last year I shopped every system I must have did at least 10 fifteen demos I mean it I, I, I just went crazy with it and so you find what works you find what works for you and that's what you stick with and that's why there's still all these companies out there because you know, A lot of agents have found what works for them. So what may work for somebody, just like Ricky was saying, um, you know, they think it's a silver bullet, may not work for someone else. You've got to have your own set written processes and what you're trying to accomplish.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. Um, So one thing that you were just, so what you're just talking about right now, a lot of it, or a couple of times you touched on the cost, right? What I'm out of, I can't even remember. I, I was an all state agent. I don't even know, 10 years ago, something a long time ago. So um, what, what additional costs are there as an independent agent that you didn't have that the company took care of on the captive side?
1: I'd say the number one thing that drives me crazy that sticks out is MVRs. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, when I was a state farm agent, I could I didn't I could just run someone through I could have their vehicle rem- MBR right there their whole history everything give them a quote in two minutes boom here you go, where here I have to go through a lot of steps to get there and then I got to be really careful about where I pull them some carriers charge you for it some do if you write enough business there but then don't you know what I mean like yeah. and if you don't and if you don't kind of watch that and know those little nuances of that. Next thing you know, you could get hit one month with a few hundred dollars ch- charges of MVRs of business that didn't get written. Yeah, um, that's and a good that's one. something that I what didn't really anticipate. And now I have a whole system. We're good, but but we got caught with a couple of those. We're like, what do you mean? I can't just run an MVR for somebody, right? Right. I mean, like, and have this quote prepped in case I get them on the phone. Yeah, totally, <laughs> like, totally. So I I would say. That's the one that just sticks out as the biggest rub for me, and it's not that like high of a cost. Don't get me wrong, but it's definitely there. It's something to consider and
0: keep in mind for sure,
1: right? It, it
0: you might have a slight hesitation before hitting that run MVR button, right?
1: Yeah, or I we didn't know, and when we first opened, I mean, we'd run an MVR for a guy on three different carriers. Oh, right? totally, Right? Totally. Like, hey, what's this? Why, why would it be different? Just because we did, we came. Our team that we started with all came from State Farm with us. Right. So we all had those habits and we didn't know better until all of a sudden we started getting bills. We're like we-
2: You don't have expenses IA compared to captive or vice versa.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, expenses that, um,
0: that the captive carrier would cover that now fall on you.
2: Oh man. I mean, Allstate stay covered all my management stuff.
0: Um, Everything, right. All your AMS, yeah. your, there's no Raider, right. There's, just, right, there's just, no one raider, just, yeah. just
2: one system. So you're, you know, you go in and quote one system, the one system that is that carrier is your service, right? It's, yep. All you're doing is going back into that carrier. Um, we had something set up for like a like sales, um, but I'm thinking at the most, I spent maybe $100 a month on that stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was nothing. Yeah. Uh, and then I get over in this world and I'm like, whoa, uh, <laughs> get some money to pay for my stuff. So And that was, that was a little bit of a wake up.
0: Yeah. You know, so, so there's, I would say that that's a, there's a pro and a con in that where you you definitely, you've got to pay every, you know, everything falls on you as the business owner or whatever, if you're, depending on how you're set up, but even though you're paying that, you get that choice of what to use. You can choose the product. Like you were saying, Jason, that's best for you and best for what you're trying to accomplish. And that's different for everybody. So with the captive, they fit you in here and they say, this is how we do this. And we got this cost. And on the independent side, it's like, well, what do you want to accomplish and go do it? You know? Um, so, okay. So any other costs that um, somebody who's looking to get, go independent should be aware of that you guys can think of?
2: No, I mean, we got, we got a lot of cost share from Allstate. Um, so that was great. Um, you know, help with marketing,
0: like co-branding, marketing stuff,
2: branding, marketing. I mean, they were big on that, but like I said, it was very easy for them because Allstate logo and brand is on everything. So why wouldn't they pay for it? They're just branding themselves. Yeah. Um, so you know, those, I think we covered it. I mean, the, the two big pros, three big pros mainly are, um, brand, uh, the systems and maybe the cost of the systems that you're using. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's really, it, as yes, far as I'm concerned, there's so many more pros on the ai am I'm, I'm eager to get to that part.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: well, we well, well, can talk
1: about those. I, I would say that state farms a little different from all state in that, like, when you're there, they're really it's real. You know, they tell you you need to have this big fancy office. You need to have all this signage. You need to go and buy um, all the. It, it, you have to have this look and this. You know, give this impression that you are State Farm and you're fancy and you're big and you you have all this stuff.
2: That's right? Nice. You and you
1: and you have to carry and, and like you know a big thing in your first year is they want you to carry four team members. Whether and 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 you're judged on that along the way. And it's, and, and that cost falls on you where here is an independent. I don't have, I can, I can be, I can run it a little more lighter. I can run it lighter. I can be a little smarter about it. I don't have to just go and worry about this fancy signage and branding for my captive carrier because I can do it how I want to do it. And I can have other systems that create more efficiencies that somewhat cut some of those costs really. Yep. Um from the state farm side anyway. They they really push.
2: You I know, mean, I, I see that as a con. So, you know, if we're talking about, you know, captive cons, um, you know, that same thing with Allstate. They want you in a retail spot. Yeah. want you with three employees coming in. And, you know, that's why it used to be, I think it used to be about fifty thousand dollars to open an Allstate agency and now it's a hundred. Um, and I think they're gonna go up mm-hmm. to hundred and fifty um uh, because they want to see that capital there for you to hire, you to put somebody in a, in a you know, front center location where people can see it. Um, and that's really what you're doing. You're spending money for them and not you. Right. Because, I mean, obviously, you're hoping they come in your door. But I don't know about you guys. I don't get a lot of walking traffic. I've never gotten to walk in traffic, even when I had retail spot. Yeah. So um, yeah. it's it's just it just wasn't worth it.
1: I did when I had a retail spot and they weren't any of the kind of clients that I'd want. Right. If somebody's wa- doesn't have insurance and walks into an agency and has to have it right away, they're not your ideal customer. Yep. Yeah. Dude. I had some guy when I was at Allstate, this is,
0: uh, I've I've got some stores on the independent side too, uh-huh. but when I was, when I was at Allstate, I had some guy, he um, was massive. I mean, he filled the doorway, like, all the way tall, all the way wide. He like came through and um, he he's like, Hey, I need some insurance. And one of my staff was helping him and she, you know, ran it all. And she's like, "Um, it's like six grand, you know, for six months or whatever. He's like, Oh, can I pay that, you know, in full for the six months? And she's like, "Um, sure. He dropped the stack of cash on her desk. Like, It was unreal. I mean, it was a six grand, like, bam, right there, like on her desk. And then, I mean, that was the only time he stuck around, right? You took it immediately to the bank, too, I bet. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. But um, yeah, that's funny. Um, So, um, Jason, you were saying you want to talk about some of the pros. You can talk about the pros.
2: Yeah, I mean, the main reason I went IA is um, I I want to be a true business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want upper management holding me back. I don't want them telling me what to do, you know, how to dress, where to have my office. I, I, I just, I want to be a business owner. That's what I was yeah. sold into when I took the, the Allstate gig. And, um, you know, after, you know, after the first year, it's like, okay, we need you to do this. After the second year, okay, we need you to do this other thing. It's like, it's never enough the goals are always twisted. Um, yeah. it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how big you are or, or where you're at. It seems like, you know, you haven't done enough for me lately. So, uh, it's always something else. Um, I love, um, that I was able to build out my own culture. Uh, I love that, you know, we've come up with some core values. We've come up, we've we're bigger in the community now in my two years that I've been IA than I ever was with, with, uh, Allstate all state or Geico. Um, I mean, we do so much with nonprofits, so much with charities. Uh, We just gave, you know, a $2,500 check to um, a a kid's hospital. We just gave another $4,500 to uh, an animal control shelter. We just gave another uh, $4,500 to um, a critical illness center for kids. So we're giving back big time and it feels good. And that's, that's one of our core values. We like to touch hearts. And so, you know all those things that we're doing that are for us for Kilgo Insurance. They're, that's what we're about. We're not about what State Farm's about. We're not about what Allstate's about. We're about Kilgo Insurance. And um, me and Ricky were also talking about it. It's like you know I can wear whatever I want to wear,
0: dude. You know? That is like such a pro. I mean, uh, such right? a pro. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't remember. I don't remember my. Uh, I don't even know what they're called anymore. But my my rep, my territory rep, ever like telling me you have to dress this way or, or coming in or see, seeing something in the manual or handbook that you have to dress this certain way. But that was definitely the culture, you know, I and oh, yeah. it's like button up slacks, you know, sometimes we would, get dirty, looks.
2: We would get dirty yeah. looks. I mean, I, I never, well, I never dressed down, but when I didn't wear a tie, that's when I was like, okay, uh, maybe I should sure wear a tie to this <laughs> Wow it's, it's like I'm getting grilled at so you know um I told my staff you know I want them to be comfortable obviously we yeah. have business meetings I think you have to you have to dress up for you know the kind of uh person you're meeting right right if you're, you're mean and professional obviously you got to be professional um yeah. but you know if you're gonna be in the office all day slugging the phones and making it happen and you know doing you know the magic with the clients, I want you to be comfortable I want totally. You to- and yeah. like this hat, never would brand anything with Allstate on on a hat to wear in the office. Never.
0: Yeah. Um, oh,
2: dude. I, I come in my I office this every morning. I got when I yeah. when I after the first innovation, I was like, I'm getting Gilgo Insurance hat.
1: Yeah. Oh, the first thing I do when I come in is I take my shoes shoes off and I put on a pair of Birkenstocks <laughs> in my office, like my house shoes. Because I, I he's I, in I, Oregon. I'm comfortable man. Yeah. Ricky's in Oregon. That's like standard attire there. When you're born, you, you get know? a couple no. sizes. Uh, yeah, man. Because I, I mean, I just I'm I want to be comfortable. I don't care. Like, and if somebody doesn't want to do business with me because of that, that's okay. There's ten others that do. I don't care. So, Ricky, um, socks or no socks with your uh, Berks? uh This time of year, I wear the closed toe Birkenstocks with socks. <laughs> oh, okay. In the summertime, they're usually the kind that don't have. That have open toes and no socks. Nice. All right. Uh, Gosh, it's so shorts. funny
2: that you asked that.
1: I was
2: gonna. I wanted you to say socks so bad. I, know, I was
1: expecting it. I was totally jumping expecting it. snow outside right now. Of yeah. course, I'm wearing socks.
2: No <laughs> excuses.
1: I'm a also, dad, man. I don't care. You. I, what do I care anymore? <laughs> I got two little girls. It's my. I can sure. now embarrass them, right? right uh, uh, so, so, but on on Jason's comment, real quick, that was a big driver for me to go because I kept trying to brand myself that I needed people to drive an extra mile up the street past the other State Farm office because they wanted to do business with Ricky Hater, not State Farm. And every time I tried doing that and would get traction with it, they would shut me down because it's not branding state farm. Mm -hmm. And that really, really, that was the biggest thing that made me even a light bulb click that this is not for me because I'm not here to be a state farm agent. I'm here to be a business owner. And those two things are very different. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I'll say on this topic of dress, (laughs) there's, it's, you know, the point of this is not you're lame if you wear a suit to to your office every day as an insurance agent, right? It's that on the independent side, you truly have that choice. You can make the decision to wear whatever you want, you know, have your office look however you want. It, it's that choice. And and so anyway, yeah, I just don't, I don't want anybody.
2: Chris Paradiso right now is probably going to call me after this. Say, hey, you better wear a shirt and tie. It's professionalism. We're in an insurance business, but, but truly, I, and I get, and look, we, I still wear a shirt and tie. I still like to dress up. It's yeah. not, I don't. It's, it's, but it is also that I'm not under strength that I've got to do. I've got to dress a certain way because I'm with a certain carrier um, which really doesn't even matter. Uh, I mean, prime example, what really kind of opened me up to everything was uh, about two hours from me at the beach um, there's a there's a big insurance company out there, independent, and I walk in to meet these guys and just you know kind of learn from each other. and every single person in there is in shirts and shorts and flip flops, yeah, so, but they're at the beach, so it right. makes sense, you know, like it's, right. it it conforms to their what they're trying to do, what their culture is. So I get it. I think it goes both ways. Um, I just, like you said, I'm not here to uh, hate on suits or not, but what I am here to say is the IA uh, agency allows you to, you know, conform your own ways, right? Right. You, you, you have the flexibility, you have the the freedom to wear what you want to wear up to the owner, of course. Um, But it, it gives you those. Um, it, it gives you that culture. It gives you that freedom to do that. Whereas I feel like in Allstate and State Farm, it's more um, th- they want to see that 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 shirt and tie um, kind of look to kind of put them at a certain uh, social perspective.
0: Yeah, and I you know I can understand it to some degree because they they are trying you know they're building a company too right, and they're trying to. That's their branding. That's their model, and so it it makes sense. But as a business owner, under that,
1: it's it. Yeah, it's. Well, I guess to sum it up, I will when I need to, based on my audience, if yep. I'm who I'm meeting that day, and I I want I I want to I want to be able to have the choice to dress up because I want to, or that's what the day requires. Not because if I don't, now all of a sudden I'm not. I don't fit into the status of my carrier.
0: Yeah. Um, so talking about branding yourself or your own agency, as opposed to using the the captive brand that's, that's, that you're under, have you guys had any sort of, um, I don't know, issues, not the right word, but have you had any, um, I guess, issues with success? Because, okay, so as insurance agents, our bread and butter is mortgage loan officers, right? Um, we're next in line. There's just real estate agents and we're just down from them. So, um, with the branding issue, with the branding differences, have you ever, as a, as an independent, as opposed to being a captive, have you had less success, more success? And I'm asking that in, in talking about the branding. Cause you know, if you're an all state agent or a state farm agent, you go be like, oh, I represent this company. Right. But as a, you know, representing your own company, when you go, have you found that to be a pro or a con?
1: An absolute pro. Absolute pro. I have, so I have, since I've been independent, had so many people reach out to me that never have while I was state farm, wanting to have discussions about how we can work together because now I have options. Now I work for them and not my carrier. And now I have some value. Yeah. Um, and I don't want, I don't mean to say you'd have no value as a captive agent. There's plenty of great captive agents. And, and if you're the right fit for what their appetite is as a client, you it's great. But yeah. overall, I mean, I have had family, friends, people in my network say, Hey man, I'm so glad to see that you went captive the whole, I never really, you know, you were, you were state farm. I wasn't that excited about it, but now, yeah, let's totally do something. The buzz is total is, is a lot different. Nice. Same experience, Jason, or different?
2: You would think that the carriers being so big, um, Allstate, State Farm, you would think that would that would be an that first question. You know, you would think they would be winning a lot more, but it's 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 quite the contrary because they're so big, um, they can't control. They're having a hard time controlling the rates, right? So they take all these losses and they have to take increases. Uh, most of them take increases every six months. So. The number two reason why I went IA is I want my customers to have options. I want yeah. to, be able to provide them, you know, the options. Let them, let me guide you on what I think you need as far as coverages. Let me guide you on, on what every carrier can offer. And then you can make the decision based on that uh, educated advice on what you want. Whereas with Allstate, I could only give them the one rate I had. Yeah. And it's, it's take it or leave it. And so... I think it's been uh, much easier to sell. Um, we, we do not have a problem. In fact, loan officers love us. I could never. So I came from the mortgage industry at, when I went to uh, Allstate. And that's the first thing I thought, oh, gosh, I'm just going to get all the same loan officer friends I had. I didn't burn any bridges. So get all those loan officers and they'll use me because Allstate is no. Yeah. And I was so wrong about that because Allstate wasn't competitive. Yeah. They, they did, you know, their appetite was auto at that point or life insurance or something else. You can never pick it. So right now, if one carrier says, hey, we don't want to be as competitive on home. That's no problem. I've got five other six other 20 other carriers. We can help you. So uh, we like I said, we were able to grow exponentially our first year. Uh, we're, we're growing every year because of it. Uh, it, it just has allowed us to. Uh, really uh, build a relationship with the loan officer that they can trust that we're going to do right to the client.
0: Yeah. And, you know, when you were just talking about that, it um, I was just thinking that the model of having just one company, right, to sell, um, obviously, all three of us probably think it, our model's better having multiple carriers to represent. But when when you have just the one carrier to sell and you get constant pressure to sell more, right? Sell more, sell more, sell more, sell more. You only have one carrier. You know. They have their appetite and you get opportunities. You work super hard to get opportunities. It's like, it's a recipe for having agents writing bad business, businesses they don't want. And so of course, over time rates are going to increase, you know, um, maybe not for new, aid, new business because they're you know, going after it, but the increases are going to be way greater because there's no choice by that agent. You know, it, it totally makes sense to me to go, to have the independent model, but I'm on this, I'm trying to be as fair as possible. I want to get all the pros, all the cons out of both sides. So, um, yeah, let's talk about the next one commissions. Okay. So Jason, you let's, let's let you start on this commissions on the independent side, pros and cons. And what does that look like? Like, like, you know, what are your kind of, what are your commissions from different carriers compared to, I'm not talking about like gross, you know, what you make, I'm saying like per policy, that sort of thing. Like what are the commissions that you make now per carrier compared to what you were with Allstate?
2: Yeah. So I think it all averages, you know, we write about 75% personal, 25%. We're trying to get that more split, but um, right now it all averages out, I think to about 12, 12%. Um, Yeah. You know, we get 15, you know, 20% on on a lot of the policies we write because we mainly do homeowners insurance. So mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, the commissions on on a, on a per policy per monthly basis are far greater on the IA channel. Uh whereas with Allstate, I was getting 10% and some Allstate agents were getting uh, you know, nine. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if you didn't hit, you know, it's like something like, you know, two out of four goals or one out of four goals. Um they put you at 9% commissions. So um, that's not fun at all. Um, So, you know, I just don't even know how, you know, you survive on that. And looking back, the only way you can truly make it on the captive side, um, if you really do the math, you've got to hit the bonuses. Yeah, Um, right. If you don't hit the bonuses, um, I give you five years. Um, You're just... it's just too tough because you're constantly having to pull out of capital and, and it, you make a bad hire. Uh, all state doesn't care if they're not going to help you. Um, yeah. You buy a set of leads that, you know, you don't sell. They don't care. They're not going to help you. Um, and you're, if you're only getting 10% commission on that, uh, you've got to pay everything else out, right? Before you pay yourself. Uh, I know they say profit first, but you know, you got bills to pay. So you got right. that retail space, right? You got all that, that 2000 square foot retail spot and you know, that costs money. And so they make you get all this stuff. They really set you up for debt is really what they do. Um, but it's all about, yeah, cause they want you stuck with them. Yeah, exactly. But if you don't hit that bonus, uh, it really puts you in dire straits. Um, yeah. that's where a lot of agents that are complacent, um, are that are struggling on the captive side, they eventually, I think, ha- if they really want to be an insurance agent, have to go IA. They're almost forced to because uh, you—the only way you can do it to manage it all—is with the bonus. And I think I like IA model better, if because now it truly is the model that if we hit a bonus, that's what it is—a bonus. Yeah. But we're getting paid monthly on what we produce.
1: Yeah, and, and, and go ahead, Josh. Oh no, you're up, Ricky. Go ahead. Oh, I just—I was—I just wanted to emphasize what he was talking about there that I think a lot of people overlook is you the games that get played with your pay because it's like hey I work my butt off to kill it on the P and C, which is the bread and butter the baseline of your business but if I don't write enough financial services or hey this month we need more health and all this stuff adds up at the end of the year it can decrease my pay that I work my butt off on the P and C. And it's like, I think that I should be paid for each line of business period, regardless of what my production is in other areas. And, and I, I don't think that's fair and I don't think it's right. And that, that used to really drive me nuts. And it goes back to hitting those bonuses and, and, and winning the awards. How are the, how are those, uh, Ricky? Since you're most recent out
0: of the captive, how's the? I mean, you don't need to get into detail, detail, but is the is the hitting like basically qualifying for a bonus? Is it based on your loss ratio, and then the amount of the bonus you get is uh, determined by that and other factors, or do all the factors play into you actually qualifying?
1: It's production based, at least okay. at least with State Farm, you don't. Your loss ratio doesn't really matter that much. Um, it does. It does a little bit, but it's not weighted nearly as heavily as production on different lines of business. Okay. They really want. Um, this is kind of hard. I don't. I don't need or really want to get into all the ugly. Details yeah, yeah, yeah. It. I was just curious. Uh, that was- but no, you. So, so like every year, you could lose two up to two percent of your commission on p and c if you don't write enough in all in the other areas so like i'll be punished if i underperform in life and health or bank for example then Uh the next year instead of getting the full 10 percent, i might have to take a pay cut of of one to two percent and i'm Uh stuck with that for a whole year while to dig myself out of that hole and i think and that's kind of what like i say how jason mentioned that and talks about that hitting the bonus, but a lot of people don't consider that or overlook what the reality of that really is and feels like. Cause now, yeah. now not only did I not hit the bonus to get that extra income, but I'm taking a pay cut for a whole year, even though I worked my butt off on the reliable P and C business. Yeah. Right. So so I'm punished. Even I might have had a banner year on my P and C. It doesn't matter. Right, right. So and, and and here, if I write P and I could write a hundred P personal lines policies and zero life or zero anything else, and I get paid the same, whether I write regardless on each line of business, fair and and that to me I I, I just those games, I just don't think are fair or right. And and when you go into being a captive. Yeah, they discuss the pay plan with you, but it takes a month to even kind of understand how it all works, and then you have to live it to really understand it. There's people, I know people that are captive agents right now, not just with State Farm, but all over, that they still couldn't tell you the exact pay plan they have. And to me, if you can't explain to me how you get paid in less than five minutes, there's it's a scam.
2: Yeah. It, you know, and Allstate was points. I, you know, it was, it was all this point system for mm-hmm. what you wrote. And man, I could never figure it out. Uh, right. my, my, you know, whoever the you know, manager person that comes by with whatever carrier, you know, Allstate would come by and I would I would just say, look, just tell me the number I need to hit. Right. Just give me the number, right. whether it's whether it's policies whether it's bundles, whether it's premium, whatever it is, just tell me the number. They couldn't do it. Well, you got to do this amount of points over here and this one. And it, and it changes every month because depending on what you did the previous month and then the ultimatum is life insurance. You could you could be the number one in the nation and, and PNC. And uh, if you don't hit your life numbers, uh, you get zero. You get nothing. You're, you're a nobody. And uh, I was just like, you know, I don't need this kind of pressure. And really, that's you know, that's another reason, you know, it's it's a lot of stress. You know, I'm I'm stress free, man. I love my life. I love what I do. I'm finally in a position where I can make a difference. And I don't have the stress or the worries of what stupid, you know, upper management company wants me to do day to day, month to month, year to year, um, you know, which is all greed, which is all by Wall Street or, you know, private money, investors or whatever it's going to be. I am just Kilgo Insurance here to help, and and that's, I mean that's hands down. I mean you want to, yeah. I mean we can wrap it up right there. I dropped <laughs> <laughs> really because if you want to be an IA, that's the heart and soul, right? That is the heart and soul. I just read an article that Adam posted um, out of the group. Um, give a shout out to IAOA, but you know uh, it's talking about how uh, NIA's. Are, are coming in. I mean, we are, we have a real opportunity to make a difference here in the next five years, the, the next, you know, century, uh, yeah. compared to captive agents, because of all the things that we're doing, we're setting up the value we're setting up to be, you know, the passion is really coming through with the IA channel compared to the capital.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: if I had a mic, I would drop it or I'd throw it. Throw it.
1: <laughs> you could throw your headphones. Yeah. Um, well, I so, feel like I really work for my clients. Totally right. That's that's what I, the way I feel. Like you, you know, you represent your clients. Now, I'm not trying real. to. I'm not trying to get this client and make him fit so I can move on to the next one to keep making sure my numbers are right so I get paid. I get to spend the time with them and go through all my carriers and say, hey, this is what fits your needs and your household. Period. This is I can show you the gaps that you have or the gaps that these other options are going to give you and tell you why. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like now I really represent them. And now if they if there's a issue with something, I can go to the carrier and they're a lot easier to work through it with me because they want us to keep our business there because I can mm-hmm. just move it somewhere else. If 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 in again, depending on the situation, but, you, you know, I, I work for my clients now. It's awesome. Yeah. It feels great. Um,
0: one, so one switching to one, another topic, um, close ratio, uh, I'm, I'm sure I know the answer here, but is your close, is your close ratio, was it better as a captive or is it better as an independent agent?
1: So I led, I led my, in my first year, I led my, my territory, in close ratio, even at the end of the year to the conference of a couple of sales territories all together, I got called up on stage to talk about my process. And Mike, do you wanna know what that number was that, that led, that was this big deal at State Farm? <laughs> 11%. Oh. <laughs> wow. Right? Like, do you know, I, I mean, if you're not in the industry watching this, that, that okay, whatever, but like knowing what it take what to make money when you can only close at 11%. And that's the leader. The average is like six or seven. Yeah. Like that's insane. Yeah. that's Here, here, I'm competitive 60, at least 60% of the time I'm competitive. And I think we're closing 50%. Yeah. And you, and that's a lot of,
0: um, so you get a lot of um, referrals, but a lot of that also is. I'm not um, counting referrals. Oh, so you're talking about leads, like period. Basically cold leads.
2: Not cold, but yeah, leads. Like around ninety, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh no. Referrals, I'm gonna the only reason I won't close a referral is if I'm just so far out of the element. You know, maybe they've been with state farm or country or farmers or all state or wherever they're at for 20 years and they're in that category that you just you're not, they yeah. have to have an accident or a problem, right? right. You, that, those are the one-offs. Otherwise, yeah, I'll kill them. Those those don't count. And they want to right. be here; they were referred. I'm talking about calling leads, working the system, doing the stuff, the prospecting. I'm 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 competitive at least sixty percent of the time, and we're, we close probably fifty. Wow, that's credible, man.
0: Nice, um, Jason.
2: Pretty much, pretty much ditto. Uh, we're all state. We were about twelve percent close. We ran a lot of internet leads, a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we did. Uh, we ran internet leads. Same and, here. Um, yeah. Yep. And 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 we closed at about twelve percent. That's what put us in the tiers to win. Um, but- Dude, that's a good. I'm telling twelve percent. That is a good <laughs> freaking close rate on on internet leads. Like you guys are beasts, man. That's that's good. I don't know about Ricky, but you're talking to the number one Geico auto insurance agent in the nation for 2005. I met Warren Buffett that year. I flew on a private pet. So everything I learned at Geico on how to close over the phone, that's one thing they got. Geico, hands down, best training of any carrier I've ever been through. They They just know how to do it. They know how to get you. Uh, persistent they know how to get you aggressive they know how to get you to close how many
1: how many times how many times as geico agents because this is something when i train producers i like them to call geico and get a quote and count how many times during that conversation did they ask for the sale isn't there a requirement aren't you required to ask a minimum time for the sale during that process
2: as Geico? Yeah. i know we're going a little off topic but literally um i could talk anyway. about this all day sorry I, uh, I, you're gonna you're gonna crack up i had a guy that we were like something crazy like three thousand dollars more all right and that only does six month policies they don't do 12 months
0: right so
2: that means really like six thousand dollars more a year than what he was paying and i closed them and the guy was no. like he paused and and that's what they teach you they say, don't talk whoever talks next loses right Yep. he's like uh Read that again. So I read it again to him and I closed him again, you know, like a win win close. Hey, what's your checking information number? Did you want to use credit card? He's like, man, uh, bro, you are, you know, three grand more than what I'm paying now. I was like, so I was like, well, we're 24 seven. We got this, we got that, and blah, blah, bing. And I was like, all right, credit card or check. He's like, <laughs> you are going to be the dumbest person in the world. I just sent you three grand more. He hung, he, hung, he hung up on me. So, when he hung up on I me, mean, that's a win for me. Because that means mm-hmm. I can move to the next call where I can have an opportunity to make some money. Otherwise, he stays on the phone and keeps arguing with me. I got to keep closing them. Because Geico, yeah. in their mindset, says, well, he's got to be interested. He's still on the phone.
1: Yeah, for so, sure. Well, And to that point, though, we find that talk time is king. Of course. The longer you keep somebody on the phone during that process, the higher the likelihood is they're going to close. Or if you have the situation where, hey, you know what? Today's the fifth, but I usually pay on the 17th and I can't just cancel and wait for a refund. Can I pay on the 17th? You, instead of, say, Geico, instead of Jason over at Geico. Yeah, absolutely. You can do that, right? But there's a percentage of people that don't show up to those calls. But if, if you have a transactional phone call, but if you keep them on the phone, for 40 plus minutes during your quoting time to get there, the odds of them showing up to make that payment on their day exponentially increase. Wow, good to know.
2: So um, know the comments here, Ricky, man, you are Mr. Popular.
1: <laughs> what What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> A lot of love here. Oh. I, I feel like- uh, I'm Oh, like- wow,
1: yeah, hey, wow, that's nice, hey guys. <laughs> oh, my man, Steve. Hey, buddy. I feel like yeah, I, 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 feel like I, I am look look the
2: beard because, like, he's paying attention. Everybody's like, oh, Gilgo. He's go. I like, think people <laughs>
0: – It's. I don't think people recognize you with the beard. No, yeah, no I got, <laughs> got
2: the, beard, the beard. told them. <laughs> They're
0: like, who's this guy?
2: <laughs> oh, oh, man. Good stuff. good stuff. Yeah, but – Anyway. A, um, uh, you know, I I think, though – and this, you know, I, I'm definitely all I. I wish I would have done IA a long time ago. I really do. But with that being said, um, for me, I had great stepping stones. Um, mm-hmm. Geico taught me how to talk on the phone, taught me about insurance, taught me you know, how to close. Um, mortgages taught me how to be an entrepreneur, taught me how to get out there and build relationships, taught me how to be on commission only. Uh, you know, I made a good salary at Geico with commissions. I dropped that all to start scratch with uh, mortgage just because I wanted something more. Did the same thing when I went to Allstate. Allstate, you know, uh, so many ups and downs, so many cons that I didn't like, but it did still it, it teach me how to run an agency. Yeah, uh, true. How how to, how to be you know a manager. You know how to how to run a business. So you have got to see all those aspects to where I am now. Um, I really feel like I can't fail. Um, now it, it, it's just all about putting the, you know, the chess pieces in to, to win. And so, um, a lot of things we talked about today, I think everybody's going to agree with. Um, it, it's, it's, I, a, there's just, I mean, I'm looking at my chart here on what I put together and man, it, the, the pros are most of the page. Um, yeah. but I, I really think it's because of the experiences I've had and what I've learned, uh, to get to this point. Well, I'm glad and I'm glad that you
1: bring that up, Jason, because people who know me know I love to bash on state farm and captives. I I, I, <laughs> I do. I, I, Anyone who hear, knows who hear me talk, I I do. But and I and I, I say it, but I probably don't say it enough that I wouldn't be able to be doing what I'm doing now without that state farm experience. Just like yeah. Jason said, you know, um, and I do need to give that credit out to where it's due that if it wasn't with that where I'm at right now in my independent agency, I don't think I'd still be around. Um, So that, that is worth something. It
2: it made us better. It made us better.
1: Right. Right. You know, so I just, I don't want to sit here. I mean, I know we sit here. It sounds like we're kind of bashing on the captives a little bit, maybe not as unbiased as we might've made the, podcast sound like it was going to be, but I I do feel like I need to emphasize without that experience and training from them. I, uh, I wouldn't be able to have the success I'm having right now. Yeah, totally. Well, okay. So
0: one comment, one, one comment, and then, um, I'm going to ask you guys one closing question. So something that I think is really tough to argue with is, how often do you see an independent agent go captive have you never have you ricky no i don't. think i've heard of one i think i've i've heard of one because they were um they spoke a certain language and um one of the captives had this like 3 or 4 million dollar book that they needed somebody that could speak that language to manage and so they the, it, they were kind of struggling as an independent agent. And so I think they were just struggling as an agent in general, but they had this opportunity and they, they took it, right? But that was the only one that I've ever heard of. And so like knowing that, it, I mean, it's hard to argue with that. But so Ricky, would you, so captive or independent? And what's the one thing you would tell any captive agent looking over the, fen, uh, over the fence, thinking about
1: maybe going independent? um, the learning curve is going to be a lot steeper than you anticipate. And, um, the work is, it's a lot harder. and Just, I, just as hard as you think it is times it by two or three.
0: Clarify and that.
1: What do you mean? Like, I know we've talked about some of
0: it, right? Like you got to learn. Yeah, like, you're no, to and I don't, and, and I
1: don't, and I don't mean it in a bad way. Okay. I, I'm still, I'm only eight months in. So I still live day to day. Today's the best day ever. We're going to make it. We're, we got it. And tomorrow, oh, man, I can't believe it. We're dead. This is gonna never going to work. We're going to go broke. What are we going to do? And then the next day is the opposite, right? We don't have steady yet. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 it, you literally have to build everything yourself from scratch. You have to, as Jason said earlier, identify what, Management system and CRM you want to use, but it, they don't just come ready to go. You then have to build it. You you have to identify your lead source if you want to make them yourself, which takes time and education and money, or if you want to buy them, which has other consequences. You have to you you have to brand not just you have to brand yourself and your agency. And you nobody has heard of you. No one knows who you are. But like I said earlier, I wanted all of that. Because I'm here to be a business owner. I'm here. I am here. And that, to me, is part of it. I come from a history of a family business. I worked in it for half of my life. I know what it was. And I never felt satisfied that when I was a State Farm agent that I had that. I, I wanted... That challenge. I wanted to go and build my website and build my branding and make my videos and do whatever it is. Luckily, I'm fortunate. I have a business partner who is also a State Farm agent with me, and he manages the he manage he goes and builds the CRM and the and the um, automation in the background, right? But. It's really hard. You have to go and do that. So just anticipate that when you walk into a captive agency, it's a turnkey system that's just ready to go and it works. You don't yep. have that here. I'll and that can that. be a distraction when you're trying to get just because you also have to sell during that time, right? And how much harder is it to sell when no one's heard of you? And then they haven't heard of the carriers. And are you just some scam guy on the phone? Right, that that's a big hurdle to overcome that I didn't appreciate when I started, and even with that, I would never go back and do it again. I, I the building it, the doing it is so satisfying. Um, I can, yeah. I, I, um, I guess my point is just understand that it's harder than you think it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Am I saying that right? Yeah, you're
0: totally saying it right. And one thing I would that we didn't really touch on too much when we were talking about commissions is the six month versus the 12 month policy i mean you get paid for it for a year right instead of six
2: months and then the rate doesn't change for six months jason is that you background noise no that's my my right hand man he's making <laughs> making a call make
0: okay well let's end. Like, I, gotta,
2: <laughs> I gotta work he's like i gotta some money i'm like go ahead, do your thing
0: Let's, let's end with you captive or independent. And what's the one thing you would tell somebody potentially well, thinking about that?
2: I, um, I don't know how, you know, I don't know how anybody could go back, uh, from, I, to captive. My I don't head. know how any, or anybody would want to go captive, but I do, like you said, I do see certain perks on, on certain things that they could offer, but I, here's how I, um, here's how I think about it. Um, the captive um, agencies I are can, like, out like administrations administrations or corporations they're they're just about money what's the bottom line how are we profitable right it's all about how much money are you making me even though they sell it to you as a business owner you're still an employee you're an employee under them and they're trying to make money they want to be all right, of them have I'm goals to be correct. Correct. the number one right. insurance Jason company Joseph, carrier in the apple, state right or in the country up. So not one will tell you they don't. Right. So they're all about that bottom line. If you're going IA, you're kind of like a, a professor or a teacher. You're really doing it because of the love. You know, you're doing it because this is what you were born to do. You want to help you. You want to educate people. Uh, you want to make a difference in the community. You want to make a difference in your state. You want to make a difference in the nation. You want to make a difference to other insurance agents. Right. Um, so. it's all about the love. And I think I get that, you know, from my mom. My mom was a school teacher for, you know, 30 years. And, you know, I was always like, man, I'm never going to be like that. I want to make money. And yeah, I've had jobs where I make good money and it's just not worth it. I want to help. I want to be remembered for something where people look at me and say, oh my gosh, that was Kilgo. Uh, Man, he made such a big difference. He made such an impact. He impacted so many lives. He, He did so many things for people that were less fortunate. And I think that's what really, really kind of gets me going. It gets my heart pumping. It gets my juices flowing. When I come in here, yeah, I want to sell. I love to sell. I love to close the deal. Um but it's all about helping people. And yeah. I think I, I, I think IA is where that is at. And I think on captives, all the captives I've ever talked to, it's like, hey, how can I get better? How can I sell more policies? And when I talk to another IA, it's like, what kind of impact can we do? You know, what what kind of value mm-hmm. can we bring? client it's just a total different conversation it's a total different agent and yeah there's gonna be some people that are great at being that for captive and i but i've never i haven't met an IA that didn't love what they did and yeah. I that's what I think you gotta do you gotta do it for the love
0: yeah true man true and on that on that point I'm gonna and I'm gonna end with this so um this is a plug for what what we're doing and one of the reasons for this show is we Exactly what you're talking about—the love, the passion. Like I've, when we got started, we started through um, an aggregator a master agency that you know helps agents come on um, over to the independent side, and it was a nightmare, man. And I just hear about all these different um, restrictive contracts and and just terrible, terrible situations that people get into. So we wanted to do something different, and so. If anybody has any questions about that, check it, check us out on, on blue lion insurance partners.com. Um, thank you so much for listening. There's a link, there's a link to the iTunes um, podcast up top. If you haven't subscribed or left a comment or review, I would totally appreciate it. We're trying to reach as many people as possible because we really do want to help. I mean, that's why we're doing this, you know? And so these guys, are awesome. I am so appreciative that you guys came on to talk today. Thank you so much, Ricky, Jason. And let's end with uh, Jason. How can people contact you or how can they find you if they want to reach out?
2: So it's real easy. It's Jason at Kilgoinsurance.com, K-I-L-G-O. That's probably the best way. Um, Office line 804-403-7400, Kilgo Insurance.
0: Nice. And probably obviously on Facebook.
2: Oh yeah. All over. Oh yeah. All over. Ricky.
1: Yeah, same. You can find me pretty easily on Facebook. Um, or A and R Insurance Group, Ricky at ANRINS Group dot com. Um, you know, I do a lot of work for insurance agents because I have the love for it and I want to help other insurance agents be free and find the best way to run their agencies. I could I could have these conversations all day. I I, I get Dude, so excited, yeah. I love it. Right. And and uh, you know, you can find me in the tribe. We got conversion kings going. Um I'm not gonna go further than that. This is we're talking about it But <laughs> Ricky's got a lot me, of stuff. You can, going on. you can you can find me all over the place. I'm in IAOA. I'm in, you know, and I just wanna say thanks for having me and Jason. I'm I'm big fans of both of you guys and I'm You're just you know, I'm really happy that I got to sit down with the three of us and, and talk it out. Like I say, you know, I missed I'm Jason, I missed you at IAO at the conference and um, Josh, I know you didn't go either, but we're in a lot yeah. of the same circles, and yeah, man. I, I'm legitimately a fan of both you guys. And I'm glad that we're here together. So, thank you. Appreciate you oh, guys. Cool.
2: Appreciate thanks box. a lot.
1: Thanks for watching, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah.